I'm Becky Lloyd-Pack. And I'm Becky Stanton. And this is the Doing Business Differently podcast. Merry Christmas, Becky! Merry Christmas, Becky! (laughs) So for full disclosure, we are recording this before Christmas Day, but it will be coming out in your ears on the day of Christmas. So Merry Christmas to one and all. And we don't expect many of you to be listening on Christmas Day, but if you are, Merry Christmas. Absolutely. Yeah. We are recording this thinking that when you're listening might be in that sort of between Christmas, New Year time, crimbo limbo, as Becky (laughs) phrased it. So with that, we wanted to bring you an episode to support you in some reflection, because that's something we did inside our community, the pod. Um, in December and it was just such a powerful exercise and Becky and I will also be sharing our reflections um, on this episode as well with you but we thought it'd be nice to guide you through just a little bit of structure that you might want to play with. So reflecting is a really important tool because I think for many of us we're processing it already in our minds and we probably have an idea of the story of like what's been happening this year and I'll definitely share my experience of that later as well. But I feel the power of actually pausing and reflecting brings it to the conscious for you to be like, ah, okay, this is what's been going down in terms of the positive as well as some of the challenges to understand them better and understand like where they've been guiding you and what the lessons are. So I think it's a really important exercise to do and tends to be a big one for the end of the year but you can do it all year as well of bringing what's happening and reflecting on what has been unfolding into your conscious mind to then inform you going forward so it was a really beautiful call with the pod ladies wasn't it of the aha moments and things that were just maybe bypassed you know from they just had happened and they'd forgotten about it so yeah I'm really excited to bring this to the podcast as well yeah definitely and I think it's especially if you are somebody who is more of the spiritual nature we try to spend as much time as possible in the present moment and actually I think sometimes what can happen with that is that we take the present moment and assume it is how our entire year has been or we kind of can get a little bit lost in really what has happened so yeah I think this is a beautiful uh, practice so the first thing that I would recommend if you're going to sit down and do some reflection is to actually just take stock of what has happened so literally list out the months January through to December and go through your calendar go through your photos go through your Instagram and really just look at what's actually happened this year what have I done in terms of the events maybe things that have gone on if you want to go more um data driven with it you could also here bring in like what was my audience numbers each month you know what was I selling what was my sales you can bring that stuff in uh really I would recommend maybe doing that separately almost doing like a emotional reflection uh and then I think you can look at your data data and statistics I think that can be done but sometimes trying to do both at once can be a little bit overwhelming So yeah, that's the first thing I would absolutely uh, recommend that you do. And personally, when I did this, I was so surprised at how much had actually happened in the year that I'd Mm. completely forgotten about. Yeah, me too. And I shared with Becky, I actually cried (laughs) during mine because of like certain things were happening personally. And it was just that reminder of actually all of this, all of these things had been unfolding, had been happening, even when 
personal times were challenging. So it's a really beautiful exercise of just zooming out that bird's eye view of all the all the things that you've been up to. And I even forgot about a holiday I had. Uh, <laughs> me too. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I went oh, to yeah. Budapest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me too. I like, oh, I actually um, had some time off and I went to the seaside. <laughs> I forgot about that. I was so focused on all the other things. And that's the yeah. power of like bringing it to your awareness. Yeah. And actually, I think it's really important for business owners to do it, to look at what's happened outside of your business too. Because again, I think it can be such an all consuming thing. And we just think about work and we just think about our business. Whereas actually, when you really also take the rest of your life, you get a bit of a more accurate picture of what's gone on, as opposed to just being in that business mindset of judging your year by the sales that you've made or judging your yeah, year yeah. by how much your audience has grown. Actually, they're reflecting on what has my life brought for me? What have those social situations been? What has that time off been like? I think that's for also sure. just, yeah, a really important one. So once you've done that, the next step that I would recommend that you play with is to list out what you would consider to be your wins and the challenge here for you is to list out at least 30. Now that can feel like a lot for some people I know when we were doing it as an exercise inside the pod um, quite a few of us were like oh I feel like I'm having to to really like dig to find these but actually again actively searching out those wins can be really illuminating even in terms of helping you redefine what success looks like for you, because suddenly you take a look at, this is all the things that I've actually achieved. And those wins, they don't have to be um, smart goal type wins. They don't have to be like that. It might just be, do you know what? I saw my friends more. I read more fiction books this year. I've been a good friend to this person. It can just be simple things like that that are still wins for you so it's it's not about this having to meet certain standards for you to to call it a win it's what feels like a win and listing that out yeah and i found it really beautiful as well because it's you as a business owner right it's not just your business it's you as the person so a lot of my wins were around balance and freedom and creativity and there are lots of incredible things work-wise from the growth and you know some redirection that I'm really really proud of but a lot of them were just really simple things and that was aligned with my values I'm here for creating you know I think there's a lot of energy around the word balance Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's a work-life balance of thing (laughs) but around the values that mean balance for me and I think that was really beautiful to be like I have created or spiritually co-created so many things that I require wins that aren't I had a successful launch because personally that hasn't been the focus for me and yeah it's a really beautiful exercise but 30 also you know really makes you challenge (laughs) what is a win for me it was really beautiful yeah and absolutely and actually as you go through some of the other things that we'll mention now you might find yourself being able to add more um, once you start to look at slightly different perspectives so even if you sit down and you're like look I'm completely stumped at 25 that's okay you can take a pause continue with the reflection but always have in the back of your mind that little detective looking for where are some of my other wins that I've maybe not acknowledged in this sense so yeah taking stock of that is a really important step then once that's done you want to have a little think about what are your challenges what are some of those things that have been 
slightly trickier to navigate, things that haven't necessarily gone to plan or things that have just appeared in your life as a situation that you've had to respond to that has been challenging. Now with this, I wouldn't recommend trying to write a list of 30 because I think we can quite easily come up with all the things that have gone wrong. It's, you know, maybe that um, negativity bias that we have, but it's really just being able to take that perspective of like, what has actually happened this year that has been challenging so that I can then look at it. And again, actually extracting the lessons from that is a separate task. So when you're first sitting down, don't be trying to like justify why it was, you know, why you needed that. Firstly, just reflect back on everything you've written down of, as what's happened in the year. Look at the notes that you've already made and just think, okay, what are some of the challenges that I've faced? And it's almost like an acknowledgement of that as well. Yeah. And what would you say your biggest challenges were, Becky, this year? To be honest, mine has been mainly around money. That has been my biggest challenge. But it's interesting because, and actually, I'll introduce the next bit now. But the next step is to look at the different areas of your life and to rate them on a scale of one to 10, whether they have been um, 10 being absolutely great, perfect, and one being this needs serious attention, this is causing me trouble. And those kind of things that you wanna be rating are firstly on a business perspective, things like how were my finances, my sales? What was my marketing like? How would I rate how aligned I feel to my offers? how I feel about my brand. So it's really looking at that from that business perspective. And then separately, you want to look at your lifestyle. So things like how has my relationships with friends and family been like? Things like self-care, my health, my exercise, those kind of areas that really give you that overview of how am I living. And again, you can choose whichever ones feel right and aligned for you. You don't have to just make up ones, but really think about what are the key areas that are important to me in my life and how would I rate them? And coming back to that question of what my challenge was, when I looked across all of them, most of them were at like eight, nine, 10. The rest of them, the only ones that were kind of those lower numbers was sales and marketing. And it's really interesting to me that I think this year more than any other before, I've prioritized my life. I've prioritized my spiritual well-being. I've prioritized things like alignment. And actually what that did was almost push me out of alignment with how I had been living. And that then showed up in my marketing and therefore in my sales, because as I moved further into alignment with how I wanted to live my life, it took me further away from how I'd set up my business. So that was like one of the real aha moments for me was, oh, my priorities have shifted. And when I wasn't looking at the whole picture, it just felt like I was an absolute failure. But when actually I look at it on paper, I'm like, I am actually living so successfully right now. Yes, my bank balance might not be where I want it to be, but the rest of my life is freaking great. So it gives me that perspective to next year, be able to look at it and go, okay, cool. Now, how do I restructure these things so that that also can come up to those higher numbers as well? So that's where my sort of challenges came from. What about you? Yeah, that's so beautiful as well. And also seeing it in that in that format that you guided us through with the one to 10, it really was beautiful to just also like see how we've just been feeling about it. Cause I know some of my numbers were particularly low, but it's all the emotions attached to it, right? Of how I've been viewing it and the perspective. 
Um, but when I was doing a review of my year, I had um, quite a challenging year personally. So we had family members that were um, very ill. <laughs> so there was two months particularly um, where it was, I was in shock, you know, it was, I can feel the emotion coming now. <laughs> Bit of ASMR coming, I can feel the emotion. <laughs> Sorry, don't quit that. You can if you want. But yeah, those were two two months where my body being in shock and it was very much a focus of personal life while balancing commitments of work. And I have had a few instances like that since I've started my business. There have been some personal challenges that take me away from work, but as a very ambitious big dreamer, I do find it really challenging to not be all in in my business, even though family is a priority. And it was quite interesting with the with the exercise that with the numbers, even though I've had the most challenging year, the family section was really high because these challenges bring us closer together and unite us. And, you know, it's almost this deepening of the connection, even though it's, you know, a shit show. essence. <laughs> 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 But yes, it's been a very interesting year. And for me, after that shock, a lot of time and effort has been on my body. My body has physically reacted to that situation. And I'm still regulating my nervous system now because on two, for two months, I was running on adrenaline. I was running, trying to process shock, let alone the other emotions that followed afterwards. So it's been quite an interesting year where it's been very much a deepening into my emotional body. And I also qualified in breath work. So it's been this connection of going beyond mind and energy into the nervous system body. And yeah, it's been a, it's been a challenging year, but also a very eye-opening and deepening year for me. So when I was doing the first exercise, I was just crying because I was looking at the photos. It's just the reminders, right? So it's almost like a little trigger warning as well of you may be reminded and catapulted back into those moments if you've had any and even the emotional attachment to that time in your life. But this process helps you to really see the gratitude for it and the wins. Like there was a lot of wins around my family. And having the freedom of my business that I could drop everything and just go and I could still support clients in between. I had the the space to do that, but it wasn't like I had a nine to five that restricted me and created another level of pressure. I've created a freedom-based business. So there were so many wins and also seeing that even the challenges, there was so much to appreciate and learn from it too. And for yeah. anything, it's taken me on this trajectory around how can I support more people with nervous system? It's this passion of, no, no, I needed it deeply. How can I support yeah. other people? Because a lot of people don't talk about emotions. And I know it came up in our last podcast as well, didn't it, of how to process emotions. And when these big things happen, you know, how do we support ourselves? And it's not like at one session, one and done. You know, I'm still yeah. processing it now. I'm still triggered now. Yeah. And I think that's some of the... Um it's like a really interesting thing that sometimes we think we can have dealt with the situation, but when we do create that space to intentionally go back and reflect, there's almost like, oh, hold on, there's still stuff here that hasn't moved through yet. And that's okay. It's not about like, oh, I'm healed. Now I'm going to move on with the rest of my life. 
So I think it's, yeah, it's beautiful to do that reflection. So, and I guess a question for you, do you think doing it made you realize that there was still stuff there? Or do you think you already kind of knew? I definitely knew because it's still showing up in my body and my mind. And technically the situation still exists. It's not like something happened and it's over. Um, So it's still very much in the forefront of my mind, but I wasn't expecting the emotions to flow through if you know what I mean so there was a physical emotional response to seeing particular photos and a time in my life but also a lot of gratitude as well like so much appreciation for myself and how I was able to prioritize during that time so I feel like a lot of the emotion was also this appreciation too it was the shock And like there's particular memories that came through, but also the, wow, look, I'm still here. It's made me stronger. There was so much appreciation. And I think it's also that reminder that sometimes it does feel easy just to bury it and move on. And these reflections are important to, obviously it depends what the situation is, whether you need support through it. But for me, I felt okay to go there and remind myself of, okay, it has been a year. No wonder I'm feeling a bit frazzled and ready yeah. to <laughs> detox. I think you said to me afterwards, didn't you? Being like, oh God, no wonder my nervous system's been frazzled. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and December's a very slow month for me. I've chosen it that way. And it's because I need it, you know? And it's, I knew it anyway, why I needed it. But it's almost that reminder of like, wow, look how much my body's gone through. And we all have it in our, as a business owner, nervous systems are roller coasters. And we all need some space and some detox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think it's that like, yeah, it's the perspective that time can give you. Like I don't I don't believe time in and of, in and of itself heals because I think unless you deal with it, you're just masking and numbing. But when you have sort of started to process process the emotion and move through it, what time can do is give you perspective and almost a distance to view situations and still be like, yeah, that was shit. But actually now with this distance, I can also see other dimensions to it, um, which perfectly segues onto the next part of the exercise, which is ultimately identifying your learnings. So when you look at these challenges that you face, when you look at even what the wins are that you've um, experienced, what have you actually learned from that? What has that given you? What perspectives, what beautiful kind of insight have all those situations given you that you actively want to recognize and take into the next year with you so again this is like a really beautiful moment to now you kind of like unearthed it all and excavated what's happened it's almost that moment of like cool what do I want to take from this what do I actually want to move forward with so yeah I'd love to know if you're happy sharing is there one of yours that you want to share so the first learning that I <laughs> I wrote was life happens, right? And I feel it's actually <laughs> a correlation that since I started my business, I've had major life events happen. And the biggest learning for me is that it's it's how you respond and how you support yourself when life happens. And like I've mentioned earlier that I'm such an ambitious person on the ADHD spectrum, I'm an all-in kind of gal. My family always laughs at me that I can't multitask. 
right? I just can't. It's, just not, it's not possible for me. I'm all in and nothing I don't else think most exists. people can. I think that's a myth, <laughs> well, that's true. to be honest. <laughs> it's a myth that you can multitask. Um, so for me, it's been really interesting to, to front one, that just understand that life happens and to flow with it. I'm all around surrender and trusting and it's been quite interesting with family members where I'm very, I feel like accepting. I feel like that's the word of, I don't question it. It just is. And then I flow with it and I respond to it and I support myself through it. And so that's been a really beautiful learning that another example of that was given to me this year. <laughs> well, a couple of them. Um, and then around priorities, because that's what links to, right? Of you, you can do anything you want, but you can't do it all at once and so it was a beautiful learning around what's actually important to me and health is very important family and friends and loved ones are very important my work is very important because it's my purpose it's my why but it's in that order right and I think that's been a really beautiful lesson for me of I'm still ambitious I still have big dreams I still want to serve and support so many people but actually when I look back on life, although that's important to serve others, I also want to support myself and who's around me. That's what I want to be remembered for and known for. That's my legacy as well, this kind-hearted person externally, like really outreaching, but also to those that are nearest and dearest. I love that. It's so beautiful. Um, and I'll share one of my learnings as well, just for the spirit of sharing Christmas vibes um and to be honest one of the ones that really came through for me as like a really practical thing was that I need to have some sort of system or process for when I find myself needing to make a decision or debating whether to do something where I can have somebody I can soundboard that with somebody that I can have on my side to ask me the questions to understand whether those decisions are coming from fear or whether they're coming from expansion. And this is where, if I look back at the year, what's happened quite a lot is I've flip-flopped around with my offers. And I don't think that's necessarily a problem. I'm a human, I'm gonna change. So that in and of itself, I don't have a problem with changing offers, fine, go for it. But actually, if I look at maybe the emotions that drove some of those decisions, even though I could instinctually at the time say yes this feels right the instinct was a fear-based instinct not an expansion-based one so I know that actually for me because I am somebody who preaches messy action just go for it figure it out give it a go reflect later that's generally my um process but actually what happens when I've been doing that is sometimes I've been like right I'm gonna completely go all in over here and now I'm gonna shift and completely go in all over here Whereas actually, I think if I had someone that I could say, hey, look, I've got this decision to make that I'm thinking this. Do you mind if I just bounce that off you and have you question me about what the motivation is? And I think that hopefully going forwards, that'll help me make better decisions that are more aligned with expansion and less aligned with fear. So that was something that came through like really practically for me of I need to have that in place as like a little just checkpoint for myself. And it's not that I don't trust myself. It's not that, you know, I, I'm looking for someone else to tell me what to do, but I know I benefit from 
having somebody that can hold that highest vision for me while I navigate through the fear. So that's something that definitely came up as a learning um, that I 100% want to really proactively practice. And um, full disclosure listeners, I've asked Becky if she'll be that person for me. (laughs) And she said yes. (laughs) But I think actually actively, you know, if that's something you think that you would benefit from, finding somebody that can almost support you in that way and accept it and go yes I will be that person for you yes that is okay for you to approach me so that you can both go into it consensually as opposed to like I'm just oh it's gonna be my husband so I'm just gonna corner and be like can I run this idea past you like that's probably not gonna be the best scenario whereas me being able to reach out to Becky and say hey look there's something I'd just love to run by somebody can you let me know when's a good time for you so it allows like a really beautiful relationship in that sense that honors both individuals um and obviously I'm going to do it for her too (laughs) but I think that's a really beautiful reminder that sometimes it feels like I have a split personality as well because I have a coach hat and I have a friend hat my friend advice is going to be different to my coach advice right because a friend is heart to heart this has been my experience this is what I've been through coach is objective and just around you guiding yourself to the answers right which you could argue I could do as a friend but I'm too opinionated I <laughs> can't too much to say <laughs> but I think that's really beautiful finding that someone who can be objective whether that is a coach or if you have a friend that just has that natural ability to not make it about them and which is very human right just to give your own opinions about oh yeah I've been in that place before so yeah beautiful a beautiful mm. one my love and I'd also say if you don't have that person absolutely you should be checking out the pod because this is what our circle sessions are about um this is why you literally get to come and if you have that you can say hey guys i'm here i'm not necessarily looking for anybody's personal opinions on this but can you act as a sounding board for me and we can absolutely facilitate that within our sessions and you not only kind of have uh, myself or becky there that that knows how to hold that space but also perspectives from other women as well that might see angles um or or lines of questioning that we maybe don't so yeah if you do feel like you don't have that person come and check out the pod honestly it's an incredible place incredible place to be with incredible people um so yeah that's that's the process and the only final step which i'll just tag on is really about from all that you've uncovered what do you want to let go now with this question with this approach it's not necessarily about I want to let go of self-doubt because you might want that that's great but we're looking for practical things here is there certain offers that haven't served you that you want to let go is there um, marketing activities that you do that don't feel good is there even to be honest are there any friendships that aren't serving you are there any aspects of your life that you actively want to let go of to make space for something new so it's really giving yourself permission to from this place of reflection what can I let go of within this and again it might even be an overly complex morning routine that I'm only doing to because I think I should I'm actually gonna let that go and just do this instead so there's an invitation there to again just look at what you want to let go and leave behind in 2023 and what are you letting go of, Becky? Scrolling on Instagram first thing in the morning. That is what I'm letting go of. It's something that I was, wasn't was doing for most of the year, but recently have completely slipped back into it because I think as, as the weather's got colder, my desire to get out of bed has reduced. And so I've just found myself reaching for my phone. 
So absolutely, that is a habit that I want to let go of, that scrolling on Instagram. Um, and knowing that, I can now put a little plan in place about how to support myself in making that happen. Um, so that's definitely one for me. What about you? So a big one that came up for me was around like stagnation. I think it is around winter as well. So I haven't really defined it yet, but it's not necessarily the slow mornings because that's my vibe. But not being indoors, I feel like there's a letting go of needing to maybe this is like a metaphor, letting go of me needing to be comfortable all the time, right? And maybe it's first thing in the morning, even when it's dark out, just going outside in the fresh air and like just moving, moving more. So yeah. I feel like that's, it's almost letting go of comfort. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I hear you on that one. Because a big one, I mean, in our episode in January and early in the pod as well, next year, we're going to be looking ahead about what we want to bring in for uh, 2024 so again this is a beautiful time to join because you will be joining us at the beginning of the year where we're setting those kind of intentions we're really doing these beautiful um reflection exercises looking ahead but i know for me movement and physical health exercise that is something that i wrote at the beginning like at the beginning of this year i said i want to bring more of that in and it hasn't happened so actually next year it's like okay no i want to bring that that's something yeah I want to bring in but that's a that's a preview for the future (laughs) (laughs) for january's episode yeah this is all just about having that time and space um to reflect and see what kind of year you've actually had uh as opposed to the one that you've like the really abbreviated narrow version that you might have in your mind right now about how the year has been you get to actually look back and go how was it actually Um, So hopefully this episode has been useful. Thank you for sharing so honestly as well, Becky, how your year has been. Yeah, thank you, my love. And yeah, it's beautiful. We're really excited to hear about your reflections as well. So do get in touch as well and share like those ahas or those holidays that you've forgotten. (laughs) It's so natural. (laughs) Focusing on the challenges more than the joy. (laughs) Absolutely. And um, Merry Christmas. Enjoy the rest of your Christmas break and we will be back in your ears in January. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And if you're listening to this over on our Substack, we'd love for you to join the conversation and let us know your thoughts too. Likewise, if you actively want to explore what doing business differently looks like for you, then do be sure to check out the pod, which is our private community where we share a bunch of resources every month for you to play with as you define your way of doing things. Inside the pod, there's also a ton of live sessions held every month too. To check it out, just head to the show notes below where everything is linked for you to explore further. Thanks so much for listening. Speak soon. Lots of love.